Hello, you're listening to Dead End Road TV. This is the Dead End Road Show. I'm Bill. Joining me as always is Roger. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode. Um, if you thought we didn't plan before, boy, are you in for a surprise. Because uh, we pl- we planned absolutely nothing for you this time around. But, uh, you know, who cares, honestly? It's 2020. Just chill, guys. It's 2020. It's <laughs> December somehow. Um, no, nothing we anyone planned this year worked out. <laughs> no, no, especially me. You know, I had a lot of plans. I had hopes and dreams. I'm just like Squidward, basically, is what, you know, mm-hmm. the whole point of this is that that scene where he goes to the grave where he buried his hopes where and he thinks- dreams. Oh, at first I thought you were talking about the episode where he thought the place was perfect for him, but then he realized, wait, this is actually kind of boring because it's very, very repetitive. Oh no, that ha- that happened to me like three times in my life. But uh, no, I'm uh-huh. talking about where he goes to mourn his hopes and dreams at the headstone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because like every every day, it just sort of feels like this weird time warp of nothingness sure yeah or just something. just the abject nihilism of it but like uh, i woke up f- and i like transported from march all the way to whatever the present day currently is and like everything that happened in between just like was this weird vacuum that constricted and expanded and like maybe it happened maybe it didn't and it's just sort of like mm-hmm. this free flowing whatever because like i think summer happened it's like it happened but it went by it's like it's nothing apparently tiktok like what i do with it with my free time of like just being extremely bored with the year because like you said everything that was planned did not happen because 2020 is just that year even though everyone speculated 2020 was gonna be amazing it it was like no i'm gonna be the complete opposite well like I guess because the winter solstice is coming upon us the twenty first, right? Where where some of the planets align, and and it's so funny. It's like I love TikTok because you get all these conspiracy people and all that type of stuff. And it was like, and some of them were just kids, which is hilarious. I love seeing kids have conspiracies, <laughs> and, and 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 I I guess I don't want to be that person like oh kids don't know nothing because you know you never know kid might be right and then you're like oh crap it did happen. It's just just the funniness. He's like, well, you know how the pandemic, the second wave's all coming. I'm like, yeah. And the person was like, they're just trying to make sure we're not outside on the 21st because that's when our third eye opens because the winter solstice. I'm like, what? And I guess the government's trying to make sure we don't see what's going on on the 21st. So they're going to make sure we're all inside. Because they've been doing such a stupendous job of keeping everybody inside this whole time. That's what I'm saying. I'm like... Were people inside the whole? Surprisingly, the the one day where I did not expect people to be inside, people were actually inside Black Friday. Yeah, that was the one day everyone stood their ground. You know what? We're just gonna be hypocrites and we're just gonna stay inside this day. But every other day, we're going outside. I'm like, the one day where they kind of want you outside, you're not outside. Yeah, I think. I didn't mind because it was very quiet and empty outside on that day. 
while I was working. So I enjoyed it, but it was just hilarious. The one day you expect people not to be inside, people were inside. Yeah. I think part of it was like all the all the retailers like, yeah, we're not going to sell the consoles in in stores. You got you got to get them online only. You know, that was like kind of part of part of it. So like nobody was camping out for that shit. Um and mostly because I think there weren't enough consoles to go around anyway. Um, just like looking at that fiasco, I got so friggin' lucky with that. Yeah, I don't know how you got it, So man. what happened was that I was up late one night, which I usually don't do because I'm the oldest man that ever lived. I'm actually 206 years old. I don't know how I walk around. Um, I was up. I was up late. And I was just scrolling through Twitter because I hate myself. And um, this was this was like not long after um, the PS5 was like officially unveiled, like all the pricing and everything. And somebody had tweeted that like, oh, it's about to the pre-orders. The, this is the first wave of pre-orders. Oh, it's about to go live on Amazon. And I was like, oh, let me just see if I can get one. You know, um, it's like this was before like I was even sure if I actually completely wanted it um, or if I was going to wait you know, until ne- sometime next year to even get it. Um, and sure enough, I was able to pre-order it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, oh, maybe I won't keep it. Maybe I'll cancel it. And then after, like, all the horror stories about mm-hmm. people, like, not being able to get pre-orders from, like, all the different retailers and, like, how how much of a clusterfuck it was, I was just like, I should probably keep this damn thing, you know? And so I just ended up doing, like, you know, keeping just, it. Um, right. And so, yeah, I turned out to be, like, really, really lucky just the fact that I uh-huh. happened to just snag one, like not even not even actually looking for it. That's what that's what led you to get it because you were chilling about it, where everyone else was like losing their minds about it. They were too insane about it. That's what caused them not to get it. Where you're just like, you know what, you know, I decide I will take this, but you weren't stressing. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like if I didn't get it, it's like, you know. Yeah, I saw people were like losing their minds over it, and it's like I, I guess I'm like, but I'm always one of those people. I'm like, eh, I'm okay. I'll, I'll wait till it's like fixed up and everything, because I just don't trust new consoles when they first come out. Just from past experiences of having them dud out on me and everything, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've had no problem. The one it, I did get scared though, the first day I did have a crash whenever I tried mm-hmm. to because I was testing out different games and stuff. Um, I put in Horizon Zero Dawn, but like the disc version I have, and you know it was like installing, um, and then the console just crashed, like it froze completely, um, and then it was like it wouldn't. It wouldn't turn back on, and I was like, "Did this just break on the first day?" Oh, I would have lost. I was it. like, uh. "Are you kidding me?" And but then it came back, and then it just had like an error screen or whatever, and then it was fine. And then I haven't had a I haven't had a single problem since, and that was the very first day. Um, like I even I even like I even tempted fate, and I tried Horizon again, and yeah, it it was fine, and it played fine, and um. But yeah, I haven't had a single problem That's since. That's good, at least. Yeah. Um, 
Did you hear? Um, do you plan on getting Cyberpunk? No, not currently. Um, yeah, I'm like neither am I, but it's just like I'm just loving all the the penis memes going on apparently. Because you can customize your private parts. Yeah, it look the game looks busted as shit. So um, that's what I keep hearing though too. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of problems with it already. Yeah, I or, or, originally before release I was going to. Well, one, I was going to wait for reviews, and two, I was going to wait until they had, like, they released the, um, the PS5 patch for it. Um, mm. and so now seeing that, you know, it's a buggy shit show, um, I'm definitely in, in like, a rush to play you're it. You're going to wait. Yeah. Um, because I, because I could play it on PC or whatever, too. It's just like, no. No, I'm in no rush. And then mm. the whole thing with the epilepsy, the epilepsy. fiasco. Um, yeah, is, is it just like a game that just flashes like crazy amounts no, of lights? No, there? that would be one thing. Yeah. So there's a sequence in the game where um, I don't know the like story reason or whatever, but like I don't know if you're getting an uh, like some kind of cybernetic implant or whatever the actual specifics of the game are. Like and during this sequence, but there's a sequence uh-huh. that mimics a diagnostic test that doctors will use in real life that yeah. induces seizures on purpose for diagnostic purposes. Oh, really? And that's just in the game, like it's full screen, just like at the player. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one person did have a seizure because of it, because they're epileptic. And there was no, there was no, um, like, general warning, like, in the game that might, like, Nintendo was always famous for it, about, like, um, seizure warnings. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, aren't there, like, I swear I've seen games with warnings saying, like, yo, be careful, possible seizure. Yeah, lots of them do. Um, Cyberpunk doesn't. It has it in its terms of service, but who the hell actually reads the terms of service? Um, no one. So... Uh, today I saw that they patched into the PC version. They have an official epilepsy warning, and they're looking into removing or adjusting that sequence. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just like yeah, there, there, there's 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 too much crap going on with that game. There's still things they need to work. It's because everyone kept rushing them, even though they kept pushing them. I understand, like, we got promised us. It's like, yeah, because we're trying to make sure we give you the perfect game. Yeah, and the whole the whole thing with them crunching and, like, making everybody work, like, 90-hour work weeks, it's just, like... Mm-hmm. The whole, the whole game is, like, a shit show, and so I, I, I don't feel comfortable buying it, especially not right now. Uh-huh. Um, I, th- I think people, like, of like the gaming industry or people who just play game don't understand what goes into making games. No, not at all. They pretend like they do. Um, like I, like there was this guy I was talking to, and don't get me wrong, he's a complete moron. <laughs> like, cause he's like one of those people. No, no sorry, it's just cause no, no, he's no, like yeah. he's like one of those he's like one of those classes people who don't believe workers deserve more pay, even if their companies are freaking making billions <laughs> of dollars off the exploitation of their workers and all that type of yeah. stuff. And he was like, he was like, I don't think video game creators deserve much pay and all that type of stuff. I'm like, do you know what goes into making those games? I'm like, do you know much how how much they're overworked and like they get the scraps of like what 
like he was like oh, i don't think games should cost as much as they do i'm like that game you're holding in your hand has a literal freaking world in it that took a long time to make and you don't understand what goes into making that and this is someone who also doesn't understand who goes into making it but i've seen people and i know people who are in the industry and they tell me how much they're overworked yeah you know what I mean? Like, I have a friend, she's, um, she's, on like, she's, uh, she, she does all, like, the artists and, like, the work in it, like, making, like, the world, like, drawing the backgrounds and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. I'm like, and, and I see the stress it causes her. I'm like, uh, I couldn't imagine doing that. And it's like, people say they don't deserve what they get. And I'm like, they deserve more than what they're actually getting. Yeah. Yeah. Most, in almost all cases, like, they don't get royalties on, like, game sales. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's, yeah, it's, it's rough. Like there's so much burnout just like in general where people will leave the industry altogether. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And like in terms of pricing, like the price of games has stagnated. Meanwhile, the cost of games has risen. Like the cost of making games has risen like substantially. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, like, you'll see, like, PS5 games are now, like, at least the first party ones so far are, like, 70 bucks. Um, yeah. And don't get me wrong, like, I don't want to spend 70 bucks either, but I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I'm also, but I'm also patient for games where people are, like, trying to, why isn't this out yet? It's, like, because they're working on it, and it's, like, if you don't want bugs, it's going to take time. Right. It's like, I'm one of those people, like, because I'm a big Pokemon fan. Like, I love all the Pokemon games where even the old ones are still, like, the same. They're the same price they came out as. They don't cheapen or anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. I'm like, you know, it took them a long time, and it was hard to build this build this game. So I get why they're the price that they are. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I low-key despise, like, certain games that certain companies that sell unfinished games and then they make the DLCs like crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I loved how Nintendo handled Pokemon. Cause it was like this. So like the initial game was 60 bucks. All right. I'm cool with that. But then it had DLC and it was like, okay, the DLC I'm pretty sure was like 15, 20 bucks. But if you bought the first one, you automatically got the second one where I feel like they handled DLC properly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where other where other gaming companies like no nah, we're just gonna keep sell them all separately for 20 bucks each and it won't really be that much where like pokemon's dlc it gave you two whole new islands with two whole new side stories and it technically came around to ten dollars per side story which was dope mm-hmm. and i felt like they handled the dlc like problem properly where some companies do i'll admit they do like kind of rip the gamer off you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like it's it's tough because that's what that's what got CD Projekt to develop um, Cyberpunk such like this weird cult of personality around them was with The Witcher mm-hmm. and other games. Um, mm-hmm. They were upfront about treating the player with respect. Like their the only DLC was mm-hmm. two gigantic expansions for the witcher 3 um or maybe there was three of them but um mm-hmm. 
and and that was it like you know no cosmetic shit you know um mm-hmm. the game was fine at launch it was kind of buggy um but they kept updating it uh like the ui from like whenever the game first came out to uh like what mm-hmm. it ended up with is like completely different but um Mm-hmm. Like so, they garnered like this whole fan base of like, oh yeah, you know, like they they're like the, one of the last real developers. Like they respect gamers and blah 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 blah. Um, and so it's like, so you almost want to support that mentality of like, we're mm-hmm. not gonna put all this bullshit in our games. Like you buy a game, it's supposed to be like this finished product, blah blah blah. But then like, mm-hmm. Cyberpunk comes out. You know, like after this long wait, it just mm-hmm. kept like delay after delay after delay after delay. And so then people kind of feel like, you know, they're mm-hmm. yanking their chain a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Then there was the stuff with uh, there was like some like weird transphobic posters in the game. Um, really? Yeah. And then like the they had they had um, whoever was running their Twitter account made some really weird tweets in like a similar vein to that. Um so that was uh-huh. weird and, you know, left a bad taste. Um, uh-huh. Then a couple of years ago, they swore that they were not going to make their devs crunch at all. So they were not going to have, you know, forced overtime whatsoever. Um, then it turns out they've been crunching for at least a year now, uh, if not longer. Uh, so that was just a straight up lie. Um, uh-huh. And then the CEO said that the crunch wasn't that bad. Meanwhile, it was people working 80 plus hour work weeks. Um and then, and mm-hmm. then the game comes out, and it looks like a complete mess, uh, and it's not finished. Even after people, you know, probably work mm-hmm. themselves to complete and utter exhaustion. Um, and then, like, if you have anybody like criticize the game for it being a mess, there are just these rabid hordes of fanboys sticking up for it for a game that they haven't actually played yet because it just came out today so Uh it's like it just it just leaves a bad taste it just reminds me of like like it's it's like the rick and morty of games you know what i mean Uh uh-huh where it just like developed this it like it was something like cd project was like um sort of like this cool thing, you know? Um, but then uh-huh. these weird nerd bros, like, took it as theirs. Yeah. And now you don't want to be associated with it anymore. <laughs> Dude, I'll admit, weird nerd bros freaking ruin a lot of fan bases. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, because I'm like... I'm a big fan of Dragon Ball Z, but dude, I do not like the community sometimes. They're a bunch <laughs> of weirdos. Dude, you don't understand. They're so toxic. And this is like, why are you making something that's supposed to be chill and like enjoyable and you're just ruining it? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, just, it's just annoying. <laughs> but like you said, Rick and Morty. Yeah, Rick and Morty has like some of the worst fans. And then. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like the same thing. Like, I want Did nothing. You... Like, I loved the first two seasons of that show. And like, I want nothing to do with it anymore. I want absolutely nothing to do with uh-huh. it. Um, and it's mostly because of the fans, you know, and just uh-huh. like the weird cult of personality it developed. Uh, uh-huh. It just got too much. Like it, it started with the whole Sejuan thing and then it like went from there and it was just like, ew, like. They just became toxic. Yeah. And like I felt like I, felt, I feel like, like gross, the... like just, you know, like just saying it's you like the show. Like... 
I feel like the creator doesn't even like his fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like he finds them high key annoying. Yeah, and that's why that's why and I think he's just like turning it ones. into like. It seems like he's just a turning joke. Rick and Morty into like this just this commercial, like vehicle. Yeah, yeah, because I saw like the whole Wrangler thing. Yeah, they're like always selling chips, and I think they were like doing a PlayStation ad. Yeah, yeah, I do. Like you're right. I do see ads everywhere with Rick and Morty. I'm like, ah, oh, this is annoying. And now when I see the ad, I just like continuously scroll. Like, no, I don't want to hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like repellent. It's like it's unbelievable. Goddamn fans. It's amazing. Like, it's amazing. It really is. Is there like anything like? Anything in pop culture or anything that has, like, wholesome fans who aren't toxic in some way? Oh, I'm sure. Um, I, I, I don't know. Because, like, I don't really engage with, like, um, fandoms too much. I don't either. It's like, I'll join groups and stuff just to, like, just to see, but I don't engage with the people within them. What are you talking you know about? You I mean? run a uh, Dragon Ball Z? That's me? different. No, I run my page, but I do not completely communicate with everyone <laughs> i let them do their own thing i just make the i just make the content and let them handle themselves that's fair because there's times like there are a few times there are times where i will communicate but that's normally if i know the people communicating mm. you know what yeah I mean? yeah that's fair or if i observe them long enough where i'm like okay you're not a huge weirdo <laughs> i guess i could be your friend because like i'll get friend requests and it's just like I'll look at them. I'll creep on their pages and stuff. I'm like, no, you're kind of weird or you're too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're they're, they're the occasional few. I'm like, okay, you're cool people. And I'm like, all right, I'll give you a chance. Yeah. It's because, like, people are just, they do too much or they're they're too argumentative. You know what I mean? They just want to argue. And I'm like, yeah, that's not what I'm here for. Right, yeah. Like, who has time for that shit? Or they'll have their own theories and it's like, or they'll lie to try and back their point. I'm like, bro, that was never said. (laughs) yeah it's like the stuff that i care about like i would uh-huh. i would rather much like i would rather engage with the thing itself rather than uh-huh. the fans of it um and like and if people uh-huh. want to find like a community of like people that like the same shit they do that's great that's fine i uh-huh. just i just don't get i don't get anything out of it personally uh-huh. um like i get annoyed really easily as you you know as this podcast will clearly show mm-hmm. every episode mm-hmm. like whenever i was going off against like persona fans you know um mm-hmm. they annoy me incredibly quickly um and i but i love that like that's my favorite shit um, uh-huh. no i get it i truly get it dude because like it sucks when you do see someone like making a complete fool of themselves on something you love and you'll you'll start the typing I, i'm like like i kid you not i do this all the time i'll start typing and i'm like no, no, stop, Raj. Yes, don't do it's not it. Worth they're it. Like they're, it's not worth they're it. just delete it, yep. delete it. They're not worth your words. And I'll delete it, and I'll just keep going. I'll like you know, scream. I'm just gonna scroll by. Yep. I'm like, I'm. They're not worth my attention. No. Nope. Yeah. It, it, dang fans, dang fans of like just pop culture stuff, and games and movies and shows. Yeah, it's it. It really it can really change like somebody's opinion of something before they've like even seen it like um uh, uh what's the what's the comedy everybody likes uh uh 
Oh, like uh, the Shit's Creek. Like everybody watches that show now, right? Um, At, what, what's it about? Uh, it's like a rich family, uh, and then they lose their money, and so then they have to go to like uh, a town that they own or something, and so mm-hmm. like they get it like their comeuppance because they were rich and now they gotta be poor, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, um, like. All on Twitter, all you see is like reaction gifs from the show, and it's like, I, you're like so inundated with it that I have no interest in watching the show because like I feel like I'm just like bombarded with it. Um, Wait, hold on. I, I get your, I get your point because it's like, all right, so this is like, from my experience of going to conventions, it's always enjoyable because you'll meet the cool fans of like shows mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff, but then you also see the want to make you not want to watch shows because they're doing too much yeah and it's like and it's hard for you to get an opinion on the show because you already just seen how their fans are like because i've heard it because like um show for example i'm a fan of steven universe Mm -hmm. but i'm not in any of the groups or anything or like any pages i just enjoy watching the show just for myself i it's an enjoyable cartoon Mm -hmm. but i always hear the most toxic and crazy crap about its fan base and i'm like dang i maybe it's a good thing i stay away from other fans right yeah because all i hear is just crazy nonsense about it yeah another another uh, example is like the office was my favorite show whenever it was airing like i watched it every week you know i i had the dvds um i would watch the commentary tracks um, I knew like all kinds of little bits of trivia. Um, and then after it stopped airing, it blew up on Netflix and like everybody became obsessed with it. And like, there was like this weird office Renaissance and it just like completely put me off of rewatching the show ever again. Whenever, the funny whenever is, I would, it made me not want to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've never watched it, and it's like because of the fans are too much. I'm like, all right, I'm not watching. Yeah, this it became show. it became like a pseudo personality trait to say that you like The Office. It's like that's not that's not a hobby. Like watching The Office isn't mm-hmm. a, a personality trait. And mm-hmm. it was just like, oh god, like you ruined a thing I liked whenever I was in high school. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it, it's amazing the effect that fans can have. I think the problem is people get like, and it's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's just like, you have to have your limits. People get too much, too much emotionally involved with these like things that they enjoy that make them happy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like where, when it starts becoming a negative, like when you start becoming negative, maybe it's like, okay, maybe I should tone it down a bit. Yeah. Because this was supposed to be something that, that gives me serotonin. Something that makes me happy. Something that might make me make me like more approachable to other people because we have this connection. But people don't do that. Yeah. Sometimes they just take it too far. (laughs) I always enjoyed seeing like people like fans arguing the creators or saying that the creator's wrong or stupid for what they did. (laughs) I'm like, this is what they made. You can't tell them they're wrong. Yeah, I can I can understand criticism, but then like, mm-hmm. yeah, the, like whenever whenever fans feel like um, 
that they've been like victimized by the uh like how like the outcome of a show i guess mm-hmm. like even whenever it's not, I get that. even whenever it's like hasn't i should i should be careful here um because there have been like uh instances of like where cuz i cuz i watched like i watched um a video essay about uh like the supernatural ending like that I like seen, that whole thing i seen people hating it yeah or being confused i i'll admit i'm a supernatural fan i i tried to watch I'm, the cuz like that was back whenever i was on like tumblr in like 2014 or whatever and so that was like the big mm-hmm. thing and so I was like, oh, you know, a lot of people are into this. Maybe I'll give it a shot. And so, like, I tried to watch the first, like, season, maybe. And it wasn't for me. But, um. I, I'm just a big, I like supernatural stuff, you know? Sure, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, because the show is supernatural. Your sister gives me hell. She, every time she sees me watching, she's like, get out the room. Because I know she hates it. <laughs> yeah, well, like. But, like, I, I enjoy the show. But, I, like, like you said, I've been seeing a lot of people did not like what happened like the last couple episodes but then i also heard like weird rumors about like one of the actors being weird about it too because he's not like for that or whatever right yeah yeah so it's like i i don't think that some some fans i do feel get really entitled that they Mm. should have a say in how like a work uh like ev- like evolves or gets made and that they like have a hand in the direction of it and so whenever um whenever something they want to happen happens they might feel like they mm-hmm. were the ones that sort of caused it made to it happen, happen rather than it just you know maybe you know maybe they did have an impact maybe that their feedback did have some sort of influence on what the creators did, um, mm-hmm. you know, responding to how audiences receive their work. that That's a totally valid thing that could happen. Um, mm-hmm. Sonic. Y- yeah, yeah, y- you know. Um, Get bullied by the internet long enough, you'll change. <laughs> <laughs> but like... But I heard that was for the, that was for the greater good. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Um, but like... It's tough because people were so invested, I guess, like in in the supernatural example, like they were so invested in two of the characters having a relationship, you know, that was like the big thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And so whenever they ended up not having that relationship, it was, you know, like the end of the world. And so that, but that brings into, you know, question issues of representation and, you know, all that other kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Um, So... But, like, if that wasn't the story that they wanted to tell... Why put it in there? Yeah, I don't feel like anybody has an obligation to tell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't, um... I know the scene you're talking about, and I'm, like, indifferent about it. It doesn't really bother me. Yeah. Um, but I get, I, I, I completely understand because sometimes representation, it's like people want the representation, but it's like, at least put it in the story correctly. Right. Don't just like completely blindside or just throw it in there. Just, Oh, there it goes. It's like, no, make it make sense. Right. 
And so, you yeah, so, I mean? so I watched this video. I'm, I'm trying. I'm blanking on um, who made it. Um, if if I whenever I do the edit, I'll put it in the you know the mm. description of the episode. Um, but she was talking about how like throughout the whole run of the series, um, there were instances where it felt like uh, the creators were hinting at this relationship, or at least. Um, Maybe not making jokes, but like, yeah, I guess there were jokes about um, the two characters mm-hmm. being, being together. together. Um, so whether that's like toying with like you know the LGBT audience or mm-hmm. yeah, so I guess people did feel like they oh, yeah. needed. I don't know. I... Is okay. I know. I know what you're talking yeah. about because there's like. In um like in the show there was always just jokes about the brothers being together and then also like Dean and Castiel because those are the two cause, like, yeah I guess at the end like Castiel tells Dean he loves him I think that's the big like, to do yeah that's yeah that's the big um that's the whole situation so I, like okay I get that you know what I mean so I see where they threw it in for that because it was like they. You're right. There were jokes about it, and then like they made jokes about it in the show about like how fans are like, why are we put? Why are they trying to put us together? Like the main characters would say that. Yeah. I I just I just so think I, it, I think it's trickier. Like if it was to if if it was mm-hmm. a like a potential straight couple, um, mm-hmm. it would just be easy to say. It's like well. Why would they be under any obligation to put the two characters together? You know, but since there's such like a a, a lack of you know gaming yeah, no, characters on television, that it feels like you know maybe they did have you know this sort of um mm-hmm. love between each other well no i mean like the creators maybe they did have sort of a uh, yeah. responsibility to um i don't know you know like follow through on mm-hmm. that especially if they like yeah. actually hinted at it, it or mm-hmm. if this was just like if this was actually the case of um uh, what was the other show um well i don't know you could pick a show that has two male leads you know, mm-hmm. and some people will, you know, think that they're going to end up together when it that they probably aren't. Um, but if the show, if the show is like actively dropping hints at it, mm-hmm. then it's like, you, you know, yeah, I don't know. My only thing with um, the whole Castiel Dean thing is like they never seemed like they were in love with each other. They, they all. But maybe I just looked at it and interpreted it wrong, where it just seemed like they were more like brothers. Mm-hmm. Like you knew they loved each other and all that type of stuff. See, so that's interesting. But it's like it never it, it never came out as like a romantic partnership because Dean during the series is a horn dog. He loves women. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was interesting. So that so that but, was the other thing I remembered from this essay was that um, <clears throat> one of the actors I don't remember which because I I don't know the show that that well um one of the one of the three main you know main actors uh was like mm-hmm. yeah the castiel is like the third brother he's you know he's one of us mm-hmm. so 
that you know, like that's how they mm-hmm. that's how they viewed the characters was like they were these three brothers and that was the kind of um like that's how they played their relationship uh-huh. i guess but you know what i can also accept like where okay so it's like i interpret it as them just being brothers and all that type of stuff but i also understand like just the people's emotions or just people's experiences where it's like oh this person seems like they just love him as a brother but maybe they kept their because i feel like in the series like whenever he does open up to um the dean's character cassiel opens up to dean's like people do hold their emotions like where it's like oh you only seen me as a brother but i've seen you as more than just a brother right because I've, I've had friends like just people just like people who come out to others like i've had a friend like where he 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 had feelings for our other friend where he just our friend just thought he was just friends he's like no he just he just has those feelings for you right yeah yeah it, it is like um i guess not a weird but like a touchy kind of you gotta try and look at other people's perspectives on life and like just views or feelings and emotions yeah 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 right absolutely words. have to do you yeah no I mean? yeah that, that's what yeah. i'm trying i'm trying to be um like as delicate as I can, as as a very uh, straight mm-hmm. person, <laughs> with, yeah. with with regards to this whole thing. So it's like, because mm-hmm. oh, no. I'm, I'm trying I, to, th- I yeah, because I'm trying to think of it like from like as as a non fan of the show, and like also as like a um, like looking at it from a creator, male. Well, yeah, but and then also yeah. from like a creator's <laughs> point of view, like, uh-huh. um. If that if that wasn't the intention of the characters, then like it, it, the 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 fans aren't directing the show, like, and they're not directing the, they're not like charting the direction of the show either. Um, and so if you're just this is this is true for like anything, like any long running series, not even just this one specifically. If you give them exactly everything that they want then like 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 it's kind of like what's what's the point of like tuning in if you know that you're gonna like like all your dreams are gonna you know come true like you know what i mean it's like right what is the like why pay attention to the narrative if you are it just it just feels it'll like ring hollow if you're like Mm mm-hmm you know what? This makes me give props to a show we literally just shit talked about 10, 15 minutes ago. Rick and Morty, where the creator talked about, it, was like, no, everyone like kind of wants me to just have the story go this way. He's like, no, I'm not doing that. And I, I kind of love that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, where fans expect the story, like, as a certain episode went, they're like, oh, whatever. Is there? Are we gonna get a resolution to this? And he's like, no. Yeah. And like, I remember there was an episode like where he kind of made fun of it. And I was like, oh, this is. All this craziness, and then it was just like a joke episode. Yeah, like wouldn't wouldn't like you pe- rather people be expect too much surprised sometimes. by your favorite show, mm-hmm. like for something to happen, rather than like just going down a checklist of you know what you want to see happen, like all your like all the relationships mm-hmm. to be fulfilled. Like this is a lot of this is a big problem I have with um, a lot of comedies. Um, mm-hmm. It's that like especially whenever like. Um, relationships are introduced it's like okay fine so like they're gonna end up together we know how this is gonna play out and it's just like Mm -hmm. 
and then and then eventually the show evolves to a point where it's like okay fine now everybody's got to like get together with somebody mm-hmm. and so then like we, we i mentioned the office like the office had how many wedding episodes it had mm-hmm. at least 3 <laughs> you know so mm-hmm. no 4 it had four different weddings four so it got overplayed. Yeah, it's just like, like every, in one in one office, there's like four different weddings, you know, four different couples that ended up to get, you know, it's just like, yeah. Um, and maybe I'm just a loveless grouch. Maybe that's what this means. But um, it's just <laughs> uh-huh. like you're like I'm tired of these wedding episodes. Yeah. So like if you just go down the list and you're like I want to see this person end up with this one and this one end up with this one, it's mm-hmm. just like I don't know. Maybe I lost the point, but like, <laughs> you're all good. It dude. just, yeah, it's just. If if you're not surprised by you know what you're watching or like, if you know everything, and it's doing exactly everything that you want it to do, then what? It just it just kind of feels pointless. No, I I, I I get completely what you're saying and all that type of stuff where fans expect them just to get exactly what they want and they're upset if they don't, but you're not the creator of this. Let them have free reign of what they want to do. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just in this specific example that we've been talking about, it's just, mm-hmm. it's weighted because it, it, it would be a, uh, a gay couple. And so then, mm-hmm. like, they did a bury your gays trope they killed off the gay person like it's mm-hmm. so it's oh did they that's what it seemed like yeah like uh-huh. um so so it's it's a lot trickier there mm-hmm. um and, and you know the funny thing is people like because you'll get the fans who are like oh why do we have to have this in the show it's like people don't understand why representation matters like they'll be like or they don't understand whenever like something they love gets changed to a different character of like a of different like sexual orientation mm-hmm. or race, and it's because like back in the day when it first came out, all you got was the same type of people in every every role. Mm-hmm. That's why things are changing now to make to include other people. Then it also guess what it, it adds a unique dynamic to your stories because these people aren't all the same. Right. Because they come from different backgrounds, they have different problems. And that's like, that's why I think representation matters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Because it because it, it adds new complications to your stories. Yep. Hundred percent. We uh, speaking of The Witcher, like uh, Yennefer in in the games was as white as white could be, and then in the Netflix series, mm-hmm. uh, she's a person of color. You know. Um, mm-hmm. And is Triss also in the show? I can't remember. Um, I'm not sure. That's on my like to, to watch list. I think Triss might also be. I can't remember. It's been it's been long enough. Um, but yeah. Um. And and it, it, the show was fantastic. Um, but of course, then you mm-hmm. get the you know trolley neck beards that you know. The Yennefer doesn't look like the one from the game, so they have to mm-hmm. throw a hissy fit. It's just like. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I I don't know the actress's name because it's been, you know, over a year since I saw the show. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, 
she was mm-hmm. phenomenal as Yennefer. She was like the st- like the standout of that whole show, um, mm-hmm. by far. Um, that's like everyone. Um, with the newer Spider Man, everyone hates that Mary Jane is black. It's like yeah, what? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I love Zendaya's Mary Jane. She brings like a different type of Mary. She doesn't seem off like the the trope of being a damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she's kind of a smart ass. She does her own thing. Like she likes Peter, obviously, but she's not like the typical. I'm just the hero's girlfriend who's always gonna just need saved every couple episodes to keep it spicy and make my character seem interesting. Right. I don't know. People just like to complain. Don't get me wrong. And there's times like where I'm not to make it sound like I don't complain. There are times where I'm like, dang, that kind of eh. But I'll give it a chance. Like I love the one, the fans who are like, you know what? Just boycott it and show them that our vo- our voice matters. Like no, no, just just shut up and just watch it and see if you enjoy it. And if you don't, don't watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> But yeah, so so what was the deal with the new the new Spider Man? Um, I know within the coming one, I'm I don't know for a fact, but I'm almost like ninety nine point nine percent positive that this is going to be like the multiverse or Spider Verse one one coming out, especially since the one with Miles Morales did amazing. Like, yeah, it was one of the best Spider Man movies. Like everyone says, like it was just great. The idea is great. So apparently, they brought back the actor who played Doctor Octopus. They're bringing back Jamie Fox. They brought both. Oh, they're bringing back, back Jamie Fox. Andrew- oh no! I know. Here's my thing. I thought he looked cool. He looked cool, but he, he looked th- cool. That, oh, that performance was rough. This is why they're bringing him back. The redemption. Yes, redemption, yeah. and then Sinister Six. Which I'm geeked about because they were supposed to do that with Andrew Garfield before they they're like you know what the second one was terrible we're just rebooting you again that second then, one was rough yeah it was but they were gonna I felt like even if it did do well they were gonna reboot it because they wanted to do the whole Marvel deal and all that crap you know what I mean yeah. so they're like they they had to reboot either way and it's like I have a feeling like they're just about to set up the Sinister Six. That's why they're bringing back those older actors. Hmm. And then it's like, how do you have Spider-Man beat six of his villains? The other Spider-Man. And that's how it's going to go down. And that's why they're bringing back Dr. Octopus for Tobey Maguire and then Jamie Foxx for Andrew Garfield. And it's just like, I'm... And I'm I'm excited because they're also apparently bringing back Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Like, they're reprising his role. I hope they don't destroy his universe that Netflix built because Netflix... Well, Netflix, out of all the series, the, Daredevil the, is amazing. In the big universe, right? Yes and no. Well, I mean, it's like, like it, it took place it. there, they, but like nothing they, ever interacted. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like it was like it's yes and no. It's like it's a it's apparently is not a part of it, but it's also a part of it because Netflix. They, they would dr- I mean? they it's would like, drop hints about the first Avengers movie. Like it's like oh yeah, that yeah. happened. Yeah, because I remember they brought up like the whole green like. I think in one of the Jessica Jones episodes, she brought up like the Hulk and like other heroes and all that type of stuff. It's right. like, it's weird how companies do that, like where they're not a part of it, but they're a part of it. But I'm like really hoping that they do not reboot Daredevil. 
Because it was amazing. It was literally, honestly, it's probably, no, I'll, I'll admit, it's probably my favorite superhero, like, series of all time, like, with real people, like, hmm. where it was just, it just, the story was great, the characters were great, and it was, it just, it would be nice if they continued. What, what the hell was the name of his friend, Froggy? Foggy. Foggy. Mm-hmm. I like his character, too. William Fisk was the greatest villain. I think he was the greatest Marvel villain of all time. No one comes close. That guy, the his friend was uh, from the Mighty Ducks, right? I think so. And then, did you ever watch Law and Order CI when you were younger? No, but I had to download it from my dad. It's the guy, those people on the... He was annoying. It's funny. My dad hated him when... I was younger, like, cause he's like, he knows everything. He's <laughs> like, that's how, that's what his character was. And like, freaking Fulton Law Reed, and Order. That's right. He, you couldn't, he knew everything that happened and it was, and it annoyed people. What's his name? Vincent D on free. I'm probably mispronouncing his last name. D'Onofrio. But yeah, he was amazing. Like amazing as William Fisk. There was like, I don't think I've watched anything superhero-wise. Like, no one played a villain as good as him. There's no villains that are on par with him. Like, his character was very... His character was always entertaining whenever you saw him. And he was a real threat in the series. Like, even when he was locked up, he was still a threat. He controlled the whole... Like, he controlled the gym... I mean, um, the jail The jail he was in. Got rid of his rivals. Was still messing with the superhero in his own way. It was just great. Foggy was also in the Hunger Games? Was he? Yeah. I mean, he'll always be Fulton Reed to me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mighty Ducks, man. He was a Bash brother. I haven't seen that in forever. The Knuckle Puck. Mm-hmm. Man. I'm so old. <sighs> Don't even remind me, man. It's depressing. <laughs> I already have my bones reminding me that I'm old. <laughs> I, I know the bones in my hands started making this squishy noise. I don't know what mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what the worst is whenever a body part goes numb and you're just like, damn. Yeah, like I don't know what. Or you feel a random, a random pain in your stomach or rib, and you're like, is this it? Am I finally biting into dust? Yep. Yeah, but I don't know what this squishiness is. It's weird. I'm turning to jello. Right? <sighs> it's like reverse Wolverine. Is that what becoming an adult is? I was um I was talking, I was telling someone they're like they're like, dang man, it's like why is things just not fun anymore? I'm like, because we're becoming adults. <laughs> I'm like, we are we are legit adults. Nothing entertains us anymore. We're not happy with things anymore because we're adults. <laughs> we're all in towards thirty. Mm-hmm. God damn. Dude, right? I'm like dude, I forgot how old I was one day. I seriously forgot. I forget constantly. Constantly. I thought that nineteen ninety four was sixteen years ago. Um Dude, I was telling someone I was the wrong age the one day, and I realized I was like, wait a second. Then I got home, and then I was like, no, you're not that old. I'm like, 
you're, you're actually older than that. I'm like, whoa, no. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, let me do the math in my head. I'm like, shit, they're right. One time I had to give my dad's birthday, and I said his year was 1996. How did he feel? He wasn't there, but it was just like, oh, I was like, wait a minute. That that Time wouldn't make that wouldn't make any sense. Like I had to tell my little sister. She's uh, I believe she's in eighth. Yeah, she's in eighth grade. I was like, enjoy this while you can, <laughs> because it is not fun when you are older. <laughs> yeah, you get more, you can do a little bit more, but it's not that great. You have a lot more responsibilities. You don't talk to as much people as you did. It's just not as fun. Your bones get squishy. <laughs> yeah, and your body just hates you after that. And it, it sucks because this pandemic's not helping anything. That's what's making it worse. Mm-hmm. Only if we were all rich, <laughs> maybe life would be a little bit better. Yeah. I, I love seeing the posts. Like, and don't get me wrong, I know rich people have their own problems and all that type of stuff, but it's just like, yeah, money would help with a lot of these problems other people are dealing with. <laughs> yeah, 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 it would. It would help some of my problems, I tell you that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I want to go on my yacht. I'm going to go on my yacht and my, that's in front of my house, and <laughs> I think I'll be good. <laughs> Just sort of wait this whole thing out. Mm-hmm. It just, it just sucks because like, it's, it's not going anywhere. And then all you see is people complaining and, like, bitching about the vaccine. You know what I hope? I hope the vaccine gets fucking superpowers. And they stop giving it to people. Like, well, nope, you didn't want the vaccine. Now, now, you're one of the, the millions of people who don't have superpowers. And there's me with, like, the powers of Superman. Like, I told you guys. Did you watch The uh, the Boys? Yeah, I, I love The Boys. I love The Boys. Isn't that basically what happens? Yeah, basically. <laughs> there's like They start giving people powers and crap. That's what's going to happen. It's going to give people powers, and then they're going to miss out because they're too, I don't want the vaccine. You go first. I'm like, all right, man. I'm going to be cured of COVID and have superpowers. I want to turn into, uh, what's it, Mr. Fantastic with these stretchy bones I got going on. Yeah, right. Did you finish The Boys? Did you watch season two? Yeah, I did. How What was your opinion on it? Um, I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nothing like the comic. Nothing like the comic. That's what I hear. I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, I like Aya Cash a whole lot, even though she was a Nazi. But I mean, uh-huh. but I mean, I knew that was coming because her name was Stormfront. Um, <laughs> I like her as an actor. She she plays being an asshole. Really oh well. yeah, she's yeah, she's the best. I watched this um one show called You're the Worst. That's my fucking favorite show, man. I love it. How'd you feel about the ending of that? Oh, I thought it was perfect. I, Gretchen started annoying me towards the end, but I'm like, that's her character. Yeah. I love them. Um, I forget what's his friend's name that he treated like shit the whole fucking series oh, until you oh, get jealous oh, of him. Shit. So he had other friends. Um, the friend who was like an army, but then yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I know his face so well. Ah, oh, god damn it. 
he was most definitely my favorite character in the whole yeah, series. Yeah, he was though. great. But yeah, like her and fucking yeah, her storefront character. I didn't I, I didn't think they were gonna kill her off that fast, but they did. Yeah, that's true. But then they had Homefront jacking off everywhere. I know, right? It's funny that it was too much for the first season, but then they're like, you know what, we're gonna fucking do it for the second season. Then. Yeah. Cause like I remember watching stuff like after watching, they were like, Yeah, there was a scene where Stormfront jacks off on an Empire State building or whatever and um they're like, That was just too much. And but then they do it in the second <laughs> season. I'm like, I guess it's not too much for the second season, I guess. Or they were just trying to misdirect. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious, like how are they gonna I guess just stop Homefront in this third season? I have no idea. Because they didn't out him for being a douchebag or being a killer. It almost feels like people should just know by now. Yeah, right? You know, by the way he's like, like his whole attitude. It's like, just it's like uh-huh. coming out at this point. And then he was dating Stormfront, so it's like, maybe yeah. keep an eye on him. I did like the one scene where they gave you, kind of gave you a, mm, like whenever he killed all the people, but it was just his imagination. I know. I was like, oh, did he actually, did he, did he really do it this time? Like, yeah, but he didn't. I was like, oh, yeah. that'd have been a shocker. I, I, I like it, though. It's a, it's a good series. It's with keeping Amazon like Prime alive. Yeah, I didn't think I would be into it. Um, and the only reason why I uh, even started it up was because of Aya Cash in Season 2. I was like, well, I got to see her. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I thought it would be like more like um, just like uh, crass toilet humor like deadpool you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no they went full off the hinges and it was just like violent yeah gory like killing and all that type of stuff so yeah but that's like i kind of like it because it's like it, it makes it seem more real mm-hmm. than all the other superhero crap we get yeah it's like and i understand those those the superhero stuff that we get or it's like it's making it more kid-friendly but it's nice having a superhero series or like people with just powers. Like how would we know damn well people would be acting crazy if they had powers mm-hmm. doing off the wall things all the time. And there would be a private company controlling them all. Yeah. Wouldn't be shocked. Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Yep. It makes you wonder if you had superpowers, would you come out or like, <laughs> would you come out if you had superpowers? Um, I'm maybe it depends on what the power was. All right, pick a power. Uh, you pick it for me, cause I, like I don't think you get to choose. Okay. Um, let's go with teleportation. Teleportation. Um, probably not. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I mean, I'd use it, but I just wouldn't. I wouldn't like tell anybody. Let the world know. Yeah. All right, you're you're Superman. You have the powers of all like all the powers of Superman. <sighs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. It's like weird. Would you like try and get all the governments to calm the hell down? Like, like, yo, I'm tired of all you guys acting like children. Or would you just back a country? You know what I mean? Uh, with my anarcho-conspiracy brain, I wouldn't be. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> I wouldn't be behind the country. But true. I don't think I I couldn't be behind the country. I'd be like they're like we just need to take him down. I'm like, "Yo, I'm the one trying to make everything better." Yeah. <laughs> You're the ones who are selling out abusing your people. It might turn into like a Batman v Superman real quick though. Mhm. Some rich guy with a lot of money coming to take us out. Yep. We just don't have the weakness of kryptonite. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I hate Superman. I never liked Superman growing up. I thought he was... Him and Captain America were always boring-ass characters to me. Mm. And it's like, I like Batman, but I also have a distaste for Batman because of his fans. Yeah, yeah. And not even all the fans. It's just the prep time... Those are the ones that annoy the shit out of me. They're like, Batman beats everybody if he has prep time. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? It annoys the crap out of me when they say that. You don't understand. Mm. Like, that's literally their answer, prep time. I'm like, what the hell does that mean, prep time? It's like, what if the person does not have a weakness and there's nothing that hurts them? How does he beat them with prep time? All it takes to kill Batman is a gun and steady aim. <laughs> It's just because they've read too much Batman where he has a file on everybody. Mm-hmm. Tower of Babel. Uh, what else? I don't know. There's too many examples. There's there's so many comics for Batman. No, I know what you mean. Show me Batman beating Dr. Manhattan. That's what I want to see. Didn't that happen? I'm no. surprised. Dr. Manhattan will just... Oh, you're thinking about killing me, Batman? All right, bye. Boom. I guess that's true. <sighs> And don't get me wrong, I have my own, like, freaking Goku tarts who are like, Goku can beat anybody, and I know he can't. <laughs> but that's just anime. Anime fans are pretty toxic as well. Uh, Tori started making Dragon Ball Z references, and I was like, what? What? Really? Yeah, I was like, what? what is this? She won't even continue watching the show. <laughs> I, yeah, she's, she's like... She's she talking about... Uh, Yamcha and I'm like what what mm-hmm. Wait, what way does she use Yamcha so I know if she used it correctly somebody was talking about a um, a play dead emote oh uh, okay Yamcha alright I get it because <laughs> he gets blown up in the DBZ series and there's like it's an iconic picture of him like in a crater just dead oh sure yeah I don't all, all I know is that they're all vegetables yeah, most of them. That's all I know. Character Yama like name most of all the Saiyans are like based off vegetables. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Character uh, Yama. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's so funny because I'll hear like fans talking about it and it's like because like I said like I'm not obsessed with the series but I'm just a very good fan of the series and I know stuff like mm-hmm. I just know like I pay attention like. Like, I'm friends with a couple of the voice actors on Facebook. Nice. You know what I mean? Like, voice actors, like, from the dub, like, they're so... I've just happened to be friends with them on Facebook and all that type of stuff. But it's like, people will bitch, like, Akira Toyama doesn't know what he's doing, especially with this current manga that's been going on. I'm like, you guys, you know, that's not even him, right? (laughs) I'm like, you're bitching about him, but it's not even him making it. That's a completely different person. 
And then they'll also complain. It's like, you know, sometimes it's not even, they don't have free reign over their own series because sometimes it's Funimation or whoever, the company that they're working with decides what's going on. Like, a lot of people didn't know, like, in the Cell Saga, there's a part where the main villains he had were Android 19 and 20, and he was going to just cut it down. He was like, no, we want someone better. Like, the company was like, no, we want someone cooler. Then he made the other Androids. They're like, nope, we don't, that doesn't work either. And he made Cell. And they're like, nope, we don't like that form. He made it, then he had to keep making forms and event, until eventually, like, pretty sure it was Funimation. He was like, okay, this is cool. Hmm. The more you know. Did you see that um, Sony bought Crunchyroll? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it yet, but we will find out. Yeah. Because I, I thought it was cool the way it already was. I'm like, all right. There, but Monopoly. There was that brief you know I mean? period where Crunchyroll and Funimation, you can get them in the same subscription. Mm-hmm. So... I guess I, I, I ideally have... it would go back to that, but mm-hmm. I mean I already have both of them, so it's a, it is what it is. Yeah. I just don't like that it's a monopoly now. Sony's just buying all things. Yep. I mean that's just how all media goes now. It sucks. Yeah. Right. Um. But you want to? There's only one thing. You want one thing? I hate. Yep. Yes, I do. I can't find Fuse Raspberry Tea anywhere. This is this is we're not sponsored by them. It'd be great if we were, because I love that tea. But you can't find it anywhere, and it upsets me like so much. And I just had to get it off my chest. Fuse, clear this up, <laughs> dude. You understand? It's like God's piss. <laughs> I'm serious, bro. Like I have not like it's like I enjoy I enjoy like. Staying hydrated. I love drinking things. You know what I mean? I have. We stand I, a hydrated I, 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 king. Yeah. I just, yeah, I like to stay hydrated. It's like I'll switch between my drink of the week. But the one drink that does not change is Fuse Raspberry Tea. But you can only get it at Subway. So now I've come, I've become that goblin uh. who brings his own jug, who, like, I'll get a large iced, like, I'll get a large cup from them. And I'll fill it up with raspberry tea, but I'll fill my jug up. Like I'll, t- I'll take like two trips, two to three trips <laughs> to fill my jug up. And then I close my jug and then I fill up one more cup just so I can have more of it. And just like, oh, and it's just I get so nervous. I'm like, are they, are they going to call me out for this shit? They're going to call me out. They don't. Luckily, they have not yet so far. But yeah, Fuse, Fuse if you're looking to sponsor someone, sponsor us. Because I love Fuse raspberry tea because you can't get anywhere else. Except for Subway and I guess McDonald's. <laughs> Hit us up, Fuse Video at deadendroad.co. <laughs> you know how to get in touch. <laughs> yeah, right. I just had to get that off my chest because, like, I'm running low in my jug, and it just like I just thought about it. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Got to take a got to take a trip to Subway. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, a little bit of business, and then we'll be out of your yeah. ear holes. Um, again, I didn't plan anything, so this is right off the dome. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, oh, uh, I should have a few posts up on the site by the time this is live. Um, I did a little dive into uh, Google Stadia um, because I got a free one from their weird YouTube promotion. Um 
Mm-hmm. So I wrote about that experience. Uh, so that'll be up by the time uh, this podcast is live. So check that out if you're curious about the weird world of Google video game streaming. Um, I also have another book review that's up on the site. I reviewed a really bad horror novel um, that I could not really finish. Um, with some <laughs> questionable, probably racist Japanese people portrayal. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was rough. So I also wrote about that. That's live on the site right now. Um, and I'll have two more product reviews coming uh, in the next couple of days as well. Uh, I got, like, basically two tablet reviews. So those will be up. Um, what else? Mm-hmm. Pathologic stuff's coming. I got to edit the rest of those. But as you can see, I've been writing a lot. Um... I guess that's it, right? Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, yeah. Um, follow us uh, at Dead and Road on Twitter, uh, Dead and Road TV on Facebook, Dead and Road TV on Instagram, uh, Roger's Beige Sand everywhere. Um, oh, yeah, YouTube. Uh, YouTube is Dead and Road TV. Um, you can find the podcast absolutely everywhere, but if you're listening to it, you probably could already figure that one out. Um, yeah, that's everything. All right, right, guys. We'll probably be be back next week with maybe some prepared topics, but who knows? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Depends on how the world goes. Yeah. (laughs) If it keeps on spinning, I guess, you know, so will we. Right. Well, until next time, guys. All right. See you.